Welcome to the Most of the Best Podcast, a podcast for agricultural entrepreneurs. Here's your host, Trey Wasserberger. Okay, guys. Uh, Trey Wasserberger here with the Most of the Best Podcast. Being joined by a friend of mine uh, that uh, has worked for Nebraska and most importantly, Nebraska Agriculture for the last eight years and probably longer than that. Uh, being joined by uh, Chief of Staff. For the governor, Matt Milberger. Thanks for thanks for being here, bud. Thanks for having me, Trey. Yeah. So let's let's hear all about it. Where'd you start? Where'd you come from? You got an interesting story. I want to hear all about it. So I uh, grew up in southeast Iowa in a small town called Danville, about 950 people on uh, on the farm. Um, my 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 dad worked at the bank in town. My mom worked at the phone company, which I think were about two of the four businesses in in town. And uh, had a, a great uncle that, that farmed. Um, we also, dad decided it'd be good when we were young to, to raise some sheep as yeah. a family hobby. Yeah. Um, so uh, did that for a few years. Um, after high school, moved out to Nebraska, did my undergrad at the University of Nebraska. Um, also did my MBA, my law degree at the university. Um, you have an MBA and a law degree? Yeah. yeah wow. Both. So, um, although I took kind of an interesting path to get there after my, my first year of law school, uh, now state senator Luann Lenahan uh, was my boss at the Nebraska Republican Party that summer after my first year, and she um, talked me into dropping out of law school to go work on Pete Ricketts' U.S. Senate campaign back in 2006. Oh, sure, yeah. So uh, I, I was on that campaign from, from August to November doing, um, I was the opposition research director. Uh, on that campaign. So then after the campaign got over, um, got asked if I would be the finance director for the Nebraska Republican Party. So called the law school up, said, hey, can I take another year of law school off? And they said, yeah, you can have one more year off. So did that in 2007. Then December of 07, I got asked to be the executive director of the Republican Party. And at that time, um, Governor Ricketts was then the national committee man for the party. So I was working with him there. Asked if I'd be the executive director, called up to law school, said, hey, can I take another year off? They said, they said, sure. <laughs> so you went to law school for but, like a but, decade. But this, is, but this is it. That was the last, that was my last gap. So did that, was executive director of the Republican Party in Nebraska in 2008. They went back, finished law school, finished my MBA, um, was doing some work in Nebraska. Then um, got connected with Andy Abood, who's uh, an Omahan who does all the political work for Sands Corporation. Mm-hmm. They own the, uh, Vene- well, at the time owned the Venetian, the Palazzo out in Las Vegas, as well as casinos in Macau and Singapore. That's your connection to Vegas. Yeah, okay, gotcha. yeah. So, um, so moved out to Las Vegas right. and was uh, doing government relations for, for Las Vegas Sands. So had an office in the, in the basement of the Palazzo Casino, which was crazy. It's a, it's a farm kid for Iowa. I thought it was the coolest thing that I got to ride an escalator to work every day. Um, so it was out there for about two and a half, three years. And then um, got a call from Pete Rickett saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to run for governor. And will you come back and run my campaign? So Wow, you ran the first campaign. So yeah, so yeah, in August of 2013, I moved back. Um, moved back to Nebraska to run the governor's, yeah, his first governor campaign, uh, which we were obviously successful in that, then ran his transition from November through December of 2014, and then took over as chief of staff in January 2015. Wow. So it's been a 
it's been a crazy ride. It's been a wild ride. Yeah. He's a farm kid too. Yeah. So what was harder? Was it was it harder um, doing ag- doing relations for the Sands or the Governor? Oh well, it probably <laughs> depends on the day. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I love I love what I do for the Governor. It's the it's the greatest job. He'll probably when he comes on, he'll say he's got the best job in the world. Um, but I'd, I'd I'd argue that mine may be better. Um, I don't take the hits that he does. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. I, and it's been it's just been it's been incredibly rewarding. But it's I mean, the things that we do. I mean, I, you know, when when I agreed to take this job, I never thought we were going to deal with the largest natural disaster in state history with the floods in nineteen, and yeah. no one ever expected a global pandemic. And so, I mean, it's. Um, yeah, got to got to experience a lot and and be a part and extremely fortunate to get to be a part of of the governor's team. Yeah. So what we talk about adversity for entrepreneurs all the time, and obviously you know the the '06 campaign it wasn't successful, and that that, that happens. Yep. It's part of it, but obviously we rebounded, and you guys uh, were successful twice after that. So tell me, like, at that moment in 2006. Your first campaign you'd really been on didn't go the way you wanted. How did you bounce back from that? You know, I, I think some of it was just seeing how how the governor yeah. handled it. Um, you know, he, like was he disappointed he lost? Yes, but he didn't let it get him down. He he, he stayed engaged, and I, I mean, I think if you asked him, he, he didn't know that he would run for office again, but he just he he stayed engaged with the, with the Republican party and people got to know him better. Um, and my, myself included, I mean, when I started on that campaign, I didn't, I hadn't really met Pete Ricketts, but you know, when I got to know him, um, like I, as I've, my wife and I've said, like there was only one person I would have lost, left Las Vegas to come work for. And it was, it was Pete Ricketts. Yeah, so. absolutely. So you, you talk about, this has not been an easy time for anybody. Um, whether you're the governor, whether you're chief of staff, whether you're in agriculture, um, what we went through in Nebraska, in the world, basically, in the last two years and before that has been incredibly difficult. So you guys have had huge adversity since the beginning. Now what? <laughs> Just hoping the next <laughs> sign of the plague doesn't come upon it. Uh, you know, I, I, we're gonna finish. We're gonna finish the next four and a half months strong, um, and then uh, and then just and see what happens next. But I mean, there's even though it's we're coming to the end, there's still quite a few projects that I know the governor and I are both committed to getting getting wrapped up before we before we leave, and 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 hopefully there isn't a um, another global pandemic or something mm. of that level to, to to distract from from getting those things accomplished. Do you have any political aspirations? No, I, I, I will not. I will not run for office. That's that's not my. That's never been my my goal or aspiration. I love doing campaign work. I mean, as a, as a kid, um, one of the two things I wanted to do when I well, there were two things I always wanted to do when I grew up. It was I wanted to be general manager of the Chicago Cubs, and I wanted what that was, yeah, that was your that was goal one of my up? goals to be general manager of the Chicago Cubs, kind of, or, or to or to run a Republican party. And so I I was kind of done both. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. I'd, Working for the owner of the Cubs, I'm calling general manager of the Cubs, mm-hmm. but it's um, so. That was your that was your that goal was, as a little as a young guy. Yeah, yeah. I even I even wrote in my personal statement to law school that the reason I was applying to law school is because my dad said I had to have a law degree to be general manager of the Cubs. Before you ever met and that was, Pete Ricketts, and before he the and before they even owned the Cubs. 
So yeah, when I went to work for them in 2006, they didn't own the Cubs. Like that happened. Yeah. That, that happened in 2009. So, which has been, I mean, I've been I've been so fortunate, and the and the the governor's so giving. Um, I mean, I when he went to playoff Cubs games back in 15 and 16, he oh, he took yeah. us along, and my my dad grew up a huge Cubs fan. Um, and so I was able to take him to three of the World Series games in 2016. So, um, I mean, it's just, I, and like I said, the, the governor's just been so so generous to let us be a, a part of that with him. I think it's interesting. Your dad said you have to have a law degree to be the general manager of the Cubs. Yeah. So but, and and now it's all changed. Like it's all data guys. Hey, right? like, they, 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 <laughs> when I started, yeah. So I, I, I took the wrong path. I was just a little bit late, I guess. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just we were a huge, a huge Cubs family. So it's it's been cool. So you had a goal to be the general manager of the Cubs when you were a little guy. Yep. What's your goals today? You know, I I, I, I want to do something that's that's meaningful and impactful, and I I don't know exactly what that's that's going to be. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a couple months after we're finished in January to just kind of reflect on and 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 see what. What I want to do next? You think um, you practice law? I don't know. It's um, see, I've, I've never actually practiced. Right. Like, there may be times some people uh, in the cabinet feel like I'm practicing law, but um, uh, it's, but uh, no, so I don't know. I, I honestly have I've, I've I've no idea what's what's next. So tell, tell me, I'm just curious. Tell me what your day looks like. An average day. We're we're in Dublin, by the way, so this is not yeah, the not the day. average day. Um, so usually, so my wife and I we live in Gretna, um, and so I'm usually on the road by five forty-five, six o'clock uh, to get to get to Lincoln, um, get there, get get kind of caught up on emails and the things that I need to do because once once kind of government starts it at eight in the morning um you just never know who's going to need what um you know the governor kind of describes my job as keeping the, the trains running on time so um a little bit of helping to manage his schedule and and run kind of our um you know his office but then also working with all of our cabinet directors and you know and the, then once january would hit in the spring we'd obviously be in legislative session so Sometimes yeah. you're at the whim of whatever the senators decide they're going to do that day. So, um, I mean, it's no, no, no two days are the are the same. That's for sure. And that's what what you love about it. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. I think that's going to be one of the hard things to to replace. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. There's no there's no job that's going to let me experience and and do and be a part of as many things as as this one did. So that's one of the things I'm going to between that. And and you know our team at the state, like our cabinet and the folks in the governor's um, team in the office, some those are those are gonna be the things I miss the most about it. So. Well, I'm trying to prod you on what uh, you guys are gonna do next. So I say you guys, I'm talking to you and the governor, mm-hmm. and because uh, you're you're a phenomenal team and what you guys have done and what you guys have been through, yeah. and I just can't imagine you guys breaking it. So it's very very rare to have a chief of staff make one term, mm-hmm. more or less two. Yeah, I. I I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know what's next. I, when, when we, when I left um, his campaign, I didn't expect to be working with him at the Republican Party. And then when I left the Republican Party and went to Vegas, I didn't expect to be 
back in Nebraska doing a, a campaign and, and chief of staff for him. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, the, the governor's, he's not, he's not going away. I think, I don't think he has any idea exactly what's next besides taking his wife on a long vacation. Um, but, uh, well deserved. Yeah, well deserved. Um, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see what we'll see what happens. So we were. I was talking to the governor a couple of days ago. And we were talking about you know wages, basically, and you can you can work at McDonald's for fifteen dollars an hour. Um, there's a lot of jobs today that pay six figures. Yeah. Like six figures is not a big thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it was for you. You have a law degree, MBA, incredibly talented and bright, and you guys took a pay cut to do what you love. And I admire that. Well, thank you. I mean, it, it's and I mean, I've one of it's like I've got a second MBA getting to work with with Pete Ricketts and We're be still, around him. And yeah. so, I mean, it's it's um, uh, it's made me a a better uh, a better worker. And I mean, I've just I've been fortunate. And then and to work with the people of Nebraska. I mean, we've got we've got an amazing amazing state. And um, so I mean, I. I really I feel fortunate that I was been given this opportunity the last the last eight years to to do this and to and to and to serve Nebraska. It's really cool, and I'm glad you said serve because that this is totally what it is. When you're willing to give up your talents and your ambition, uh, my dad's a state senator, and I've watched him do it his whole life. You know, sacrifice uh, family life, and let's just be honest, financially yeah. to do what is right because you love it, and uh, the world needs more of it. Uh, without getting political. Um, DC doesn't probably have that same ability, I don't think, and that same talent. And uh, so to have it right here in Nebraska, fight for us. Your administration since the very beginning, you guys have, have fought for Nebraska mm-hmm. Ag. You know, let's just be honest, when Pete um, got the, the won the primary, we're like, wow, how's this gonna go for Nebraska Ag? Because it is the number one industry, yeah. no doubt. And we were, there's many of us in the trenches that were concerned about that. Today, uh, you know, almost eight years later, I would, and I'm a constitutionalist, incredibly, and I believe in term limits, I do, but I would love to see you guys have another term. Thank you. And I don't say that lightly. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I think, I I think people are shocked that the, the Omaha businessman has been maybe the strongest advocate for agriculture as governor of, of any of any governor we've had, um, oh, I mean, he he's passionate about it. He he, he believes in it, and I, I mean, too. I mean, it's the largest industry in our state, and if right. we're not if we're not protecting the largest industry in our state, I mean, what's the what's the point? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I love that. And we're we're on this trade mission, and probably one of the largest groups from the sorghum and corn and ethanol and cattle. Um, a lot of this delegation is made up of agricultural. Yeah. Uh, entrepreneurs and every single one of his speeches um, even uh, the first lady we were at Burger and Lobster and she closed her speech with you know you guys serve Nebraska beef we thank you they always talk about that and so you got a you got an Omaha businessman yeah that, that, that that's how he delivers the one oh, yeah. punch for yeah. these guys yeah it's incredible yeah I mean and you, I mean, you kind of check down the list I mean he's been a strong advocate for for all of, of all of agriculture, I mean, even even was uh, chair of the governor's ethanol uh, commit committee. So I mean, he's 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 completely t- totally passionate about it and 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 committed to 
doing everything we can to protect and preserve agriculture in Nebraska. Yeah, he's he's uh, very very rare today, yeah. and one of us, you know, yep. can sit down and uh, you know have a beer with us, eat a burger, talk the talk, and he can talk to. Um, I saw him talk to the prime minister, <laughs> and he'll sit down with the cowboy in the same speech. Oh yeah, yeah. He's just uh, very and very down to earth. He, he he is who he is, and yeah, you said he's he's down to earth. I, I think that's one thing. And you are too. Thank you, thank you. I, I will say, I, I think that's one thing from his 06 campaign. People didn't get to really know Pete Ricketts, and like the impression they have, they're like, oh, he, he actually he is he is one of us. He's not this stuck-up guy from businessman from no. Omaha. Like he's he's totally just just a normal one of us. He's so. he, he's not below anything. No, which I love. Yeah. I mean. Uh, it's it, and your administration is a is a really good example who you guys are surrounded with and your team and your cabinet. Um, you know all of us, not all of us. I, I claim you guys, but, <laughs> but uh, our, our 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 cabinet is incredibly down to earth. Oh yeah, yeah. And I mean it's and it's a it's a talented group of people. Yeah. I mean I think the, the governor says it all the time. I and mean, we've got the we've got the best the best cabinet in the country. And thank you. The results have shown it. I mean businesses are love working with our cabinet the way we've uh, were able to get through the pandemic and rated the best response state in the country by Politico I mean it's um, yep. it's, it's, a, it's really it's a talented group of people so we talk we talk about tough things and adversity and, and getting knocked down and what is your greatest win as chief of staff in your last eight years and I'm sure there's a pile of them but what really sticks out in your mind like wow we got this done. I mean, I, I think the I think the biggest thing is just been our response to the pandemic. I mean, it's the one thing that n- there's like no playbook for, right? I mean, yeah. not, other states have dealt with floods, and so you kind of had an idea of what you know to do. You could turn to FEMA for help, and and, and our great t- great team at NEMA. But I mean, the pandemic was the one thing that no one had really oh. dealt with, and um, to come through it and to have the economy be as strong as it was, to, to have one of the lowest death rates in the country. Um, we, you know, for the most part, kept kids in school throughout. Um, so, I mean, we just, we haven't had the, the wide scale negative impacts that a lot of, a lot of states have, or, have had. So what you guys did for the unemployment rate. Yeah, yeah. Is it's down to 1.9%. Yeah, it's like nothing. Yeah. And we're very, very proud of that. Yeah. And, uh, and it also talks to Nebraskans, right? I mean, the, the governor talks about, you know, Nebraska grit, but, you know, throughout the pandemic, Nebraskans wanted to work. I mean, we had one of the lowest unemployments of any state, even during the pandemic. And so it just, Nebraskans figure out a way to, to get it done. And, yeah. and they, then they showed it again through, through that as well. So, well, this is special, man. Thanks for coming. No, happy on. to do it. It's fun. Uh, thank you for you done for Nebraska. I know the sacrifices that you and your family have gone through, and as talented and as bright as you are to do your job, um, there's probably a long list of people waiting for you to join their team. So for the state of Nebraska to have you uh, means a lot. To a lot of us, I speak for uh, myself and my family, but I'm more importantly producer. So thank you, Matt. No, for thank what you. Guys have done. Thank you, and and thanks for you taking the time too to. 
come over here on this trade mission and then help us promote agriculture. <laughs> There's probably a bunch of other things you can be doing back home. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it shows your, your commitment and dedication to, to Nebraska and to agriculture as well to, to take the time to come over and, and help, help us out. Proud so, of thank us. you. All right, man. We'll appreciate it. Yeah.